Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, September 26th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. That includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Leah Mallory. And I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. Now let's see what's what in the city. Earlier today, Mayor Adams delivered his second State of the City address in Flushing, Queens. He focused a lot of attention on violent crimes in New York City and wants to crack down on criminals who commit the same crime while out on bail. Those rates have skyrocketed in the past year, with criminals rearrested three times or more for burglary, robbery, and grand larceny. Mayor Adams also discussed how he will deal with the migrant crisis and is calling on the federal government to alleviate some of the pressure New York City has been facing. The mayor says that the city will always be a sanctuary for migrants, but he's proposing that asylum seekers could also be sent to federally controlled spaces in the New York state area. In the meantime, Mayor Adams is building a temporary sanctuary for single male adults in Brooklyn Cruises Terminal. Other families are being housed in Midtown Manhattan hotels. Today, New York Housing Authority Chairman Gregory Russ left the agency. A plan is now in action to make the chair position voluntary and part-time. The decision comes after an investigation that found years of mismanagement and cover-ups for improper conditions. Last night, over 300 teachers in Patterson, New Jersey, stood outside the district headquarters to protest over their contract. The educators have been working without a labor contract since June, and their demands for a 15 percent pay increase have not been met. The teachers have threatened to go on strike if the district does not meet their request. Patterson teachers and the board have been negotiating for a year. There have been a few improvements for educators, but mediation efforts continue to take place. New York City Council members are rallying today to back eight bills that would improve the MTA services in the city. WFUV's Emma Murphy has the story. New York City Council members held a rally at City Hall today in support of the new Fix the MTA legislation, which aims to make New York City public transportation more reliable and affordable. The package of bills will ensure that the cost per subway ride remains at 275 will eliminate bus fees altogether and decrease wait times. Council member of District 22, Tiffany Caban, stressed the importance of public transportation in the city. The MTA is key for public safety, for ecological sustainability, for street safety, for pedestrians and cyclists. And, you know, it's just very clear to everyone. It's, it's so apparent that the MTA is vital to New York City. Council member Caban hopes this rally will encourage the state to prioritize the funding of this package. With WFUV News, I'm Emma Murphy. Donald Trump is getting reinstated. Not as president, but his Instagram and Facebook accounts will be reactivated. Meta Platforms is the largest media company in the world. They have decided to restore the former president's accounts two years after suspending him for praising protesters during the January 6th Capitol riots. The restoration will come with some parameters to prevent repeat offenses, Meta released in a public statement. However, this news has still brought tons of backlash, including rebukes from groups like the Anti-Defamation League, the NAACP, and Free Press. A new musical is hitting the stage in Queens in honor of Lunar New Year. It's called The Monkey King, a kung fu musical and it's based off the 16th century novel, Journey to the West. The show aims to put a modern spin on the classic novel while also representing the Asian community. You can catch the musical at the Queens Theatre in Flushing Meadows Corona Park on February 11th and 12th. Tickets are available on the Queens Theatre website. The Grammy Awards are back and we have a list of performers for you. Bad Bunny, Luke Combs, Mary J. Blige, Steve Lacey, Lizzo, and Sam Smith are among some of the household names that will take to the Grammy stage. More performers will be announced in the coming week. The Grammys are taking place in Los Angeles on February 5th.
And on this day in music history, the Apollo Theater in Harlem had its very first live stage show in 1934, featuring jazz saxophone player Benny Carter. Today also marks the third year anniversary of NBA player Kobe Bryant's death. The NBA star and his daughter Gianna were killed in a tragic helicopter crash in California. In his 20-year career, Bryant won five NBA championships with the LA Lakers and won four All-Star MVP awards. And with more from the world of sports, we now turn to WFUV's Andrew Crenary. Last night in the NBA, there was a big matchup between the Brooklyn Nets and the Philly 76ers that finally saw the clash between superstars Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. It was a great game with both stars going back and forth, leading to a close fourth quarter where the 76ers were able to secure the win. This was a highly anticipated matchup as both players were former teammates on the 76ers dating back to 2017 and touted as the next generation of superstars in the city of brotherly love. That was before Simmons had a very public falling out with the 76ers and sat out the entire entire 2022 season before being traded to Nets. It's been a rocky start for Ben Simmons in Brooklyn, dealing with lingering injuries and controversies, but with a respectable performance last night, he's starting to look more like a reliable superstar for the Nets. Now we've heard of players and coaches never getting paid what they're owed in their contracts. However, have we ever heard of a player or coach getting paid more than what they're owed? Well, that's exactly what happened when a recent LSU audit discovered that the college accidentally overpaid football coach Brian Kelly by $1 million during the first year of a 10-year, $100 million contract. It's a big slip-up for the college that says they are actively working to rectify the situation. For WFUV Sports, I'm Andrew Crenary. Thanks, Andrew. In a bid to make the city more sustainable, organizations are teaching NYC's youngest civilians how to compost. WFUV's Maya Sargent spoke to two of the organizations educating kids on why composting and recycling is so important. New York City has a goal to be zero waste by the year 2030. But that's hard to do in a city that's home to 8 million people. Now, two organizations are taking it into their own hands to jumpstart the process by teaching kids in schools how to compost. Kate Wimsett, director of Grow NYC's Zero Waste Schools initiative, says you might be surprised to know that the majority of waste from schools can be recycled. Up to 86% of the material that is coming out of schools can either be recycled or um, sent to a compost facility. It's 51% for compost and about 35% for other recyclable material. The Grow NYC Zero Waste program is currently focused on schools in the Bronx. After delayed development due to COVID-19, Kate says they are now getting all schools on board with the curbside composting program. This initiative will pop up composting and recycling bins where kids can deposit their food scraps and waste. This year we'll be working with over 400, about 450 schools in the Bronx. It's a huge expansion, a first-time expansion of that program since 2019. The initiative will involve showing kids how to separate their items into composting and recycling bins. Kate says the most important feature about the program is that it's hands-on. It's changing behaviours and habits and mindsets through this programming. And, you know, it's easy to say, just put your things into different bins and we'll take it away. But mostly people need to have some sort of deeper understanding about why they're being asked to change their behaviours or why they're being asked to take extra steps in a process when they just want to get rid of something. The program provides kids, like 7th grader Alana from Success Academy, with long-lasting takeaways. One of the things I've learned is how recycling can help the school community and composting can help a lot of people, like people with asthma so it doesn't affect the air and pollute the air, and fishes that's in the sea so it's not so much litter in the oceans and save all the sea animals. 
Kate says that keeping waste out of landfills has immediate benefits. All of that waste, when it's sent to landfill, can contribute to greenhouse gas emissions. We want to divert that from going to the landfill and send it to compost facilities. She says this waste can then be turned into nutrient-rich material. Farmers, gardeners call it black gold. You know, it's a nutrient-rich soil amendment that can then be used to help parks, gardens, school gardens, uh, street trees, and, and even back on farms help plants flourish and grow. Another company, Lomi, is also helping kids compost. They sell portable composting units and recently donated over 200 units to select schools in the city. CEO Matt Batuli said this partnership is a step towards reaching Lomi's end goal. Our mission is we want to reduce 10 billion pounds of food waste from ever, ever seeing the light of day. Matt also agrees that introducing this education into school systems will have long-lasting effects. I think that if you don't start with kids, we're in for a very long painful journey on this planet. I think kids are the tip of the spear with all of this stuff. So like if we're taking a long enough view of things, 10, 20, 30 years out, the younger we start, the better. Creating sustainable practices in the city has never been more important. New Yorkers produce nearly 13,000 tons of waste each day. That's over four and a half million tons a year. Composting can help divert that waste from landfills, preventing emissions, reducing air pollution and limiting litter. So next time you go to throw your trash away, stop and consider if your waste can be composted or recycled. A little bit of extra thought goes a long way for the future of the planet. With WFUV News, I'm Maya Sargent. That was WFUV's Maya Sargent talking to representatives from Grow NYC and Lomi about their composting initiatives for kids. And that's our show for today. I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. And I'm Leah Mallory. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.